Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss all things urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome back to All Things Urticaria, your UCARE podcast. My name is Marcus, Marcus Maurer. I'm here in Berlin and very happy to have with me today Silvia Ferrucci from Italy. Allora, benvenuti Silvia. Thanks so much, uh, Marcus, for the invitation. I'm very happy to be here to you with uh, about, uh, speak about Orticaria. Great, 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 great. And, and we have a fantastic topic today, one of my favorite ones, Never Give Up. Silvia is the uh, head of the UK in Milan and uh, is running a big team and clinic there and is very active in our network. Silvia, let's start by shedding a little bit of light to this very important requirement to be a UCARE, never give up. What does it mean to you? This means that uh, we have a lot of possibility in this moment for treat our patient. So it's important to uh, start the therapy uh, with the patient and clarify which the therapy we can do in this moment uh, if in this way it's not okay the urticaria don't uh, go in remission we can change and change the therapy and found another possibility uh, important is the patient is the moment uh, is behind uh, us and together we can go and uh, for uh, reach and improve in the quality of life. So we continue with the therapy as the as too long as necessary for uh, for um, to do and uh, for reach the improve uh, of the disease. That's right. That's right. I mean, after all, the goal is to bring patients to a state where they have their urticaria under complete control and to do this for as long as it takes uh, for them to experience spontaneous remission. And it is important for patients to know that we will not give up on them, um, maybe in part also because the experience of many of our patients is that other physicians did give up. No, maybe other physicians did tell them, we don't know what this is, uh, there's nothing we can do, you just have to live with it. All of this is not true. I mean, it's not always yeah. easy, right? But uh, we yeah. never give up. And patients need to know that. Um, do you tell patients that you will not give up? Yes, yes, I say to my patient, no, no worry. Uh, we continue with the therapy for some time because sometimes the result arrive later. Sometimes arrive arrive soon and sometimes arrive later. So we have to continue. I can or we can add uh, another antihistamine at your therapy uh, or can add another therapy as omalizumab or as cyclosporin is it necessary. Uh, but you can continue with the therapy. You cannot stop the therapy. That's right. uh, it's important because you uh, you um, have to say the patient uh, which type the result the patient uh, the patient will have uh, after some time. 
So mm, normally I say to the patient, this is the disease and this is the therapy. This is our way. We start with the antihistamine, but it that the antihistamine doesn't work, we can increase the dose. If it doesn't work, we can add another therapy, biological therapy, and we have another therapy if this non-result. So the patient go out home happy because he said that he had a possibility to go uh, to the control of the disease. Absolutely, and, and this is very important for patients to know that even if the next step of treatment, the stepping up does not work, that there are other treatment options and that we will pursue other treatment options, even beyond omalizumab, even beyond updosing omalizumab, even beyond cyclosporin. I mean, I have many patients um, who are not excited about being treated with cyclosporin, and I'm not excited about uh, treatment with cyclosporin, and some patients cannot be treated with cyclosporin. No, at, at, at this point, the guideline has no further recommendations other than let's try, don't give up. There are other treatments that have been used in chronic spontaneous, in chronic inducible urticaria, and that can work. And it becomes a bit more of a trial and error at this point, of course, but but to be honest, it's already trial and error when you start with the antihistamine. It's trial and error when you start with the omalizumab. And, and so I do exactly what you do. I Try to put confidence into the patients, you know, telling them this is what we will do. There is treatment. And even if the next treatment doesn't work, we will find something that works for you. Um, you know, maybe even study medication, participation in a clinical trial. That is also something that could give benefit to our patients. Yes, yes. I say the patient that we uh, have a lot of uh, trial, uh, clinical trial in this moment uh, in urticaria. Uh, it, this is another possibility when the normal standard therapy doesn't work. Uh, in this moment, we have a clinical trial about cepelumab, about um, risalbrutinib and remibrutinib. Uh, so there are a good therapy. Uh, so we can say that we are a, a lot of uh, new and efficacy and safety therapy in the horizon. So. Uh, this is important for uh, for our patient. Um, some patient um, decided uh, to uh, do the, the clinical trials um, because um, they, they had an, another possibility um, because we have about 30% of patients don't respond to uh, omalizumab and sometimes cyclosporin is contraindicated uh, because uh, hyper hypertension or the history of humor on some some another problematic. Uh, so this is another uh, possibility and we can offer uh, this at our patient. Uh, important is the colleagues in the country now the possibility which are uh, aware is the, the center that uh, do the clinical trial uh, in way um, they refer the patient to our centers when they normally standard uh, therapy doesn't work. Exactly. Very important point, Sylvia. People need to know 
physicians and patients that these clinical trials are now widely available in your country, in my country, but also in many other countries. So it's always a good idea um, if patients uh, cannot be treated with the standard treatments to check whether or not uh, clinical trials are available close to the patient. And even if these treatments are available, it is something that patients can tremendously benefit from. My experience is that our patients are very happy to be in clinical trials and about the experience that they have with this. You know, Sylvia, another idea came to me as you were talking, and that is we don't give up so that patients don't give up. I think that's a big, big, big uh, problem that patients who um, experience insufficient treatment and maybe then also reluctance of their physician to go to another treatment, another more effective treatment, that this will make them give up, give up on their physician. Yes, often, they will then go to another physician. But I also know of patients who gave up on their physician and didn't go to see another doctor for many years before they finally said, this is impossible. This is, uh, uh, I, I have to do something. And they show up at our center. So the psychological burden that comes with uh, urticaria, chronic urticaria, of course, is something that plays a big role here. And patients come from being frustrated, from being skeptic, from maybe not trusting so much that there is something that can help. And they need that confidence um, for you uh, and your you care. Uh, how does never give up apply in urticaria outside of treating patients? Uh, uh, yes, uh, we can continue our research about the uh, pathogenesis because uh, they have uh, they have a, a lot of uh, aspect. What well, we know a lot of aspect of the pathogenesis of a CSU, but um, in in. In this moment, it's not clear yet. Um, we uh, can continue, we have to continue in this uh, study, this aspect, uh, because uh, the precise mechanism remains unknown. Um, so uh, we, uh, as doctors, we um, never give up. We continue in our uh, study for um, understand better the pathogenesis of the disease, uh, and then we can uh, develop another drug, another therapy for our patients. Uh, in the future, uh, we have uh, another possibility of the therapy uh, as uh, IL-4 anti-IL-4 uh, antibody as dupilumab. And that blocks IL-4 and IL-13 or anti-IL-5 receptor antagonists and as berralizumab, uh, routine kinase inhibitors uh, and anti-KID and so on. Yeah. Uh, but we, can, we have to continue in this way for uh, better um, understand the pathogenesis and then uh, develop the uh, specific and uh, target therapy for our patients. Um, we 
aims, um, we have our objective is um, the, complete, the complete remission of sinus symptom of our patient. Uh, but in this moment, we are not yet available to wide tailored treatment option. Uh, so it's important continue in the in the um, in the study or continue studying the disease for reach these uh, biomarkers. Exactly, continue, continue, and never give up. Sylvia, outside of treatment, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, we still don't know, that we still don't have, and there um, are many, many, many uh, care projects and initiatives, including Cure, the registry, and Cruise, the app, that on the one side help patients, um, especially with Cruise, um, and give us information. So I'm, I'm quite excited about um, having now an app that helps patients and shows them when they have reached the goal of treatment and also shows them when they have not. So they don't give up trying with us to come to that goal. What do you think about that app? Have you tried it? Yes, yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. The Cruise app is very, very useful uh, tool for our patient because they can uh, check the situation, the, um, the activity of the disease. Uh, they can check with uh, photos of the, the disease uh, and uh, they uh, can follow the this uh, is in the um, in the time uh, and it's uh, useful to get uh, because they found in Italian uh, version uh, and in another language uh, for other countries so I think it's very very important uh, and the cure register is very important for us for uh, get uh, the data uh, that uh, contribute or help us um, to understand better the disease, the epidemiology, uh, the type of the, the phenotype of the uh, disease. Uh, I think it's very, very important that all uh, centers in the world contribute to, to Cure Register. I'm so happy to hear that you're a fan, both cure and cruise and of course very active also in promoting these tools and um, collecting the information so if uh, you are uh, a person with urticaria out there listening today and you have not downloaded the cruise app do it it can help and it's uh, good to have and if you're a urticaria treating physician and are not yet recommending the use of cruise to your patients, please do so. They will benefit from it and it will make you a better urticaria treater. Hopefully one who never gives up. Sylvia, I'm looking at the time. It is amazing. Um, time flies when you're having fun, they say, and I did have fun. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it was great to talk to you about never giving up in urticaria. Thank you very much to you. And never give it up. Never give up. That is it. How do you say that in Italian? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, dice non molare mai.
Non molare mai. I've learned something to you. I've, I always learn something from, from you when we uh, in, in, engage in uh, joint activities. I hope to see you in Berlin for Global Urticaria Forum, as I do for many uh, of our listeners out there. Please come and join us for this uh, biggest urticaria meeting of the year. Until then, Silvia. Absolutely. Okay. I see you in Berlin. See you in Berlin. Arrivederci. Grazie. And um, never give up. <laughs> Thanks so much. Never give up. Non molare mai. Bye bye. Perfecto. Folks, this is it. This is all the time we have today. I spoke with Silvia Ferrucci from the UK in Milan on never give up and what that means for urticaria patients, for urticaria treaters, and for our urticaria community and the UK network. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you have a topic that you want us to talk about in this podcast, please do let me know. We always pick up interesting suggestions that you send. And um, maybe you also know someone who you think I should invite to this podcast. Again, suggestions welcome. Let me know and tune in to another episode of All Things Urticaria coming your way soon. Take care, be well, and never give up. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into UCARE. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, have a lovely week.